0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Uh, In our first week of of marriage, Catherine and I learned a lot about each other, as happens in, in marriage. And especially, there was a great lesson the first Sunday that we were together, that we were married, and heading to church. I was exceptionally excited. I was married, and I was going to liturgy. What a great day! And so I proceeded to start to sing, It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Would you be mine? And Catherine rolled her eyes. And I learned, well, Catherine learned that I was a little bit goofy. And I learned that Catherine doesn't always like mornings. So now when I want to sing that in the morning because I'm excited that I'm married and I'm going to liturgy, I sing it quietly. (laughs) But the reason I tell that story is because uh, there is something about uh, doing actions out of an overflow of our love. Doing things not because we have to, but doing things because it brings us joy. And I think sometimes we forget that Christianity, our Christian life, is meant to be joyful. It's meant to be something that is, is, what's more joyful than being united to Christ? And we forget with all the rules that we have and all the things that we're supposed to do, we tend to do things because we know we should, instead of we are so happy because we love God. And there's a difference, and this overflowing of who we are as connected to Christ is what I want to focus on today, because one of the saints that we commemorate today also had an experience of this overflowing of the power and love of God, and that's St. Romanos, St. Romanos the Melod. He lived in the late 5th, early 6th century. He was born to uh, Jewish parents. But he ended up being, of course, a faithful Christian. He served as a deacon in Beirut and then in Constantinople. Uh, But unfortunately for him, he didn't have Father Alex as a teacher. And so he was not very good. Now, I know all those who are doing the Byzantine chant workshop sound great because you have Father Alex, but poor Father Romanos did not. And he was ridiculed and chastised for his inability to read properly and to sing very well. And so uh, during one of the services, in fact, uh, for the nativity, in preparation for the nativity, he was reading, and they had to send somebody up to take his place because he just couldn't get it right, and he was devastated. And he wanted to be able to chant with the best of them. And so he went back to his, his cell, and he prayed, and he prayed, and he prayed, and he asked God to please give him the voice, give him the words to honor God that reflected the joy that was in his heart. And so he has a vision in his prayers of the mother of God handing him a scroll and saying, eat this. And so it might sound strange, but actually this happens in the scriptures a couple of times. It happens in the book of Revelation. It happens in the prophecy of Ezekiel as well. So the mother of God comes to Romanos, gives him a scroll and says, eat this. He eats it and he goes back to the church for the vigil of the nativity. And when it comes for his time to chant, he chants something that no one had heard up to that point, but you have, because he began to sing, the virgin cometh today to the cave to give birth, the Kentuckian for the nativity that we still sing 1500 years later on the feast of the nativity. First time sung by St. Romanos the Mellowed after he had been given that scroll to eat by the Mother of God uh, and told to go and sing. And from that moment, he really had this overflow from his heart because he wrote thousands of hymns. And the most famous, of course, is probably the Akathist hymn that we sing on those Fridays during Great and Holy Lent, where all of the theology of the church can be found in these hymns. So he had this overflowing of joy, this overflowing of love that he was able to offer to God. And the same must be true for us because we just heard one of the most difficult gospel readings. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. The golden rule, right? We had that, the first words from the gospel this morning. But it goes further than that and even tells us to love our enemies. To lend and give without expecting anything in return. To uh, be merciful to those who are themselves selfish. And now, for a lot of you, and I know a lot of you, that you are good people. You will do those things because you know it's right. And that's good. Do those things because you know it's right. But there's a difference between doing those things because we know it's right and doing them out of an overflow of love for God and for our neighbor. And that's where we need to be. To really fulfill the scripture that we heard, the gospel that we heard, to really love our enemies, to really give graciously and generously, is to do things because we love. And I know you know the difference. I know you've done something, perhaps where you've seen a need, and you got so excited to meet that need or you got a gift for someone that they weren't expecting and you were so excited to give it give it to them you didn't care that they ever gave you anything else back you were just excited to do it. You've had those moments, I hope. But I'm sure you've also if you're like me, had those moments where you're sitting on the couch and you get a phone call and somebody says, "Hey, I need you." And you say, "Okay, I'll do it." I know that I should. And it's okay to do that, but to know that that's not perfection. That's not, as the gospel says, being merciful even as our Father in heaven is merciful because that mercy, that love is this overflowing, overpowering, I can't control myself from singing, I can't control myself from, from showing great love to God and, and others. That's what we are working towards, brothers and sisters Remember that Christianity is a religion of joy. We're not told to do these things because it's good. We're told to do these things because that's what God does. And because we love God, we do those things as well. So remember Romanos and that overflowing of love that he was able to give by writing the hymnography of the church that we still sing 1,500 years later. And if it helps you, remember Mr. Rogers. (laughs) It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? And maybe the next time somebody asks you to do something, remember that they are your neighbor and that we are to love our neighbors as ourselves. not because we have to, but because we love God and therefore show our love for them as well and then we will have real joy even while we're serving then we will have real joy even when we are giving everything away then we'll have real joy even when we have our enemies in front of us because that is the love that conquers all may god help us to have an overflow of love and to show it joyfully to this world and change this world one overflowing of love action at a time. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.